This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome back to the Expert Slot. Today I'm joined by Katie Brindle, a Chinese medicine practitioner, author of Yang Sheng, The Art of Chinese Self-Healing, and founder of the Hey You Method Beauty Range. In this episode, Katie explains a little about the Chinese medicine approach to supporting the body and offers five easily incorporated practices to foster good health. Here's Katie. Hi, so I'm here with Katie Brindle. Hello. Hello. Katie, tell me how you came to do what you do. Well, it's... um. A, a sad story at the beginning, I was um, training to be an opera singer and then had a car accident, which then damaged my vocal cords, so I stopped being able to sing. But it left me in a lot of pain. And um, I did what many people do when they have a problem, that you end up going around various different experts trying to find a solution, and nothing for me was working. Um, until one day I discovered this Chinese doctor, mm-hmm. uh, and he did a 2 in massage technique on my neck, and it totally worked. It was just ground it was the most incredible thing having been in pain for so many years Mm. to have this one treatment just was a total game changer for me and I was completely inspired yeah so as a result I changed uh, my career and basically started to study Chinese massage and western massage and then reflexology and started my business and Chinese medicine is is huge once you start looking into it there's just more and more and more and more so how did you choose the disciplines that you liked and the bits you wanted to specialize in it was a journey really I mean I started with massage and reflexology I think to be honest it was a commercial decision at Mm -hmm. that time I was I was relatively young I had a mortgage and I needed to earn a living in London Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt that it was very easy to sell that those treatments many people want them they're beneficial they feel nice they're easy and um it was after a few years of doing that that I was then able to start studying acupuncture which was a degree so it took me a few years to qualify um and that then took me into becoming an acupuncturist um I decided not to do herbal medicine because there's a there's just a lot of issues around using Chinese herbs now um Mm -hmm. in in association with western medicine so I felt for the amount of years required it wasn't such a so beneficial um and what's then taken me into yang sheng which is the self-care aspect of it was really just something that I was just really interested in mm-hmm. um, when I was studying acupuncture you would always have to give um, examples of lifestyle advice that you would help your patient with and it just became something I was just naturally drawn to yeah. so that bit of my essay was really long um, and then when I was in clinic I would just give so much lifestyle advice to people to the point at which the people that really practice the lifestyle part didn't really need to come and see me as often as those that didn't do it. What's happened in our lifetime since about 100 years ago is that we have an expectation to live well into our 80s. That's just an expectation that we have. So, But what's happening in culture is that actually if you scratch under the surface of pretty much anybody and start asking them how they're feeling, nobody's feeling 10 out of 10. No. 
And yet we can. We really, really can. And this yeah. is where I get so excited about Chinese medicine and Yang Sheng because actually if you know how to look after your body and you follow some really simple guidelines, mm. you really can. You can go from six to eight out of ten very quickly indeed. Yeah. Good health is pleasurable. Yeah. And, and this is the great thing about it is that actually doing the right things for your body is pleasurable. The body is actually designed to respond to that. Um, mm-hmm. If you think about all the things that we do in life that are essential to health, they actually feel lovely. Sleeping, yeah, completely. you know, resting, you yeah. know, going to the loo when you're desperate, you know, eating something when you're hungry. These yeah. are all really lovely feelings. Yeah. Let's get your yes. five tips. So I've asked Katie to come up with five tips based on Chinese principles mm. um, that will, that are easy to incorporate, that don't cost loads and loads, loads and loads of money and that will make you feel instantly good so the yeah. first one is free and easy which is about breath mm-hmm. because um breathe people always think that um when they come into clinic and they start talking about their health issues and they always go i've seen a nutritionist and then they start rattling off what they are and aren't eating but the reality is in chinese medicine your breath is the number one uh, input into the body in our culture we've stretched ourselves out to such an extent that we're not breathing correctly no. and it's a very very simple way to remedy all you need to do um, is use the smiling breath technique that we've created Mm -hmm. where you're simply taking a deep breath in and as you breathe out you just smile into your lower belly just under your belly button so it's almost like you're anchoring the muscles up yes you're just literally just breathing in slowly and deeply and you're taking everything down into the lower stomach and that is a very simple breathing technique which is fully demonstrated on the website Mm -hmm. Um, and it's called the smiling breath And what you're doing is you're drawing in deep levels of oxygen into Mm -hmm. the body. You're engaging the parasympathetic nervous response. So you're getting out of fight or flight. You're going into rest mode. But you're also overriding the negative um, emotional elements of the stress response, which is what's going on in this world we live in. By using the smile, you override it. And that you're rooting in your energetic centre. So that's the number one most important thing you need to do. And you have to breathe anyway. So I'm not asking anyone to do anything they're not doing. Just breathe consciously quite a good one if you feel panicked as well like if you're commuting or you're stressed in the moment or you you know you're going into a meeting yeah, or something to absolutely do, to or, take a moment to do yes it. yeah or if you're not even able to take a moment that you're just sat at your desk working yeah, yeah. just be mindful of doing the breathing what i suggest to patients put a gong app on your phone yeah. every time the gong goes take a mindful breath right that's what they do in monasteries that's how they that's how they would live it yeah. brings you back to the present so yeah that's a very good technique okay the second part of the breathing is to have really good quality air okay it's really especially in the cities i was gonna say how do you do that in a city <laughs> um there are some really great plants that you can put on your desk right um like money plants also yeah. good at your desk yeah um bonsai trees mm-hmm. um spider plants are very good in i got a calathea recently is that a good one yeah that's a good one okay fine um, yeah all plants are great. Fine, yeah, um, yeah. But there are a few which are better than others. Money plants are particularly good on a desk where okay. normally people are working. The second most important thing is to actually move energy and blood around the body. Okay. Um, you said earlier about isn't circulation kind of like the root of everything? I said absolutely. Good health is circulation, mm-hmm. and we do because we are not as a culture moving very much anymore. Yeah. Um, circulation gets impaired as a result of that, and it's really important to rather than just be sedentary all day long and then go, oh, it's okay because I'm going to yoga later or. I'm Mm. I'm doing an hour in the gym yeah that's great too but you need to move your body sort of hour by hour okay again back to my gong idea where just have your gong move or if you go to the loo come back to your desk and then just take a few another 30 seconds um and I always recommend drumming the body okay so you just make a fist Mm -hmm. and like Tarzan yeah you're just literally drumming your chest mm-hmm. and drumming um, nice. down the inside of the arms. Yep. Very, very easy way of getting any stagnation out the body. Right. The third one is um, 
talking about getting rid of toxicity because as we said earlier that circulation is the key to good health yes and what that means is circulating good nourished oxygenated blood around the body and expelling toxins from the body and again being sedentary doesn't help so having addressed that by saying right well really good breathing and doing these really simple movements throughout the day is really good but then the next thing is using this gua sha technique Mm -hmm. that we're talking about um these are the tools that come with the brand and they are there's the jade ones for the faces um but then there's also the comb and the uh, metal body restore for the body and all you're doing is it's just like cupping okay the body the body tools are just like cupping and what they're doing is allowing the you if your body is getting overwhelmed with toxicity Mm -hmm. which is very very likely in this day and age you need to give it a bit of extra help Mm -hmm. um and you can use uh, the gua sha technique as a way to expel toxins through the skin which the body does anyway can i ask you because people sometimes take umbrage to the use of the word toxins or say you mm. know like your body naturally deals with toxins can you tell me um from chinese medicine's perspective what toxins are and kind of mm. how they're exp- and why they need to be given assistance to be expelled um well firstly traditionally they wouldn't need to be given assistance if we would live if your life was was natural mm-hmm. in the first instance we wouldn't need to be worrying about it as much as we do Traditionally, human beings were designed to move around. We're not designed to sit at desks. One of the main reasons why we now have to add in extra um, practices is because we are being sedentary. So it's really just about using things that we've always done before anyway, but a little bit more so because Mm -hmm. we have to, like language, Mm -hmm. medicine and, and traditional practices need to develop according to what we're doing number four number four which is the next one about good quality food yes having banged on about air so much but food is also really important and i get a lot of people in clinic um wanting to lose weight Mm. i mean everybody Mm. i very rarely do you get someone actually wanting the other way around yeah and it's one of the main issues of modern culture because obviously we're relatively sedentary and food is accessible all the time and it's really easy to eat the wrong food because it's it's just pumped at us all the time and it's so difficult not not having it yeah um but there there's a couple of really, really sensible diet tips that Chinese medicine offer us, uh, which I subscribe to and, and prescribe, and mm. it's absolutely brilliant. And the first one is avoid the four whites. So never mind a load of fatty dieting. Mm-hmm. The four whites are flour, sugar, salt, and dairy. Right. Yeah. Okay? Really simple. And they're all white foods. Um, now, obviously, a little bit of salt is good, but we tend to eat too much. Yeah. And there are loads of dairy substitutes out there and loads of wheat substitutes. So yes. it's quite easy. And sugar is just a complete no-no. Yeah. Um, so that's the first one. And then the second one is the five flavours. Because often what you find is um, people will come in and they'll tell me all about what they've been eating as a rule. And they'll you go you delve into it a bit. And you tend to find that people will say, oh, you know, I have real cravings for sugar or I have real cravings for salt. Or, you know, I get the munchies at three o'clock in the afternoon. It sabotages my diet. And if I'm being mm. good, I'm doing this. And if I'm being naughty, I'm doing that. And think, yeah, that all sounds terribly familiar. Mm. But a way to kind of sidestep this kind of roller coaster of kind of cravings and not feeling satisfied at the end of a meal is... Um, five elements, which is a major component of Chinese yangsheng and medicine and, and good health, um, have each one has a flavour attached to it. Okay. And if each meal basically balances those flavours, i.e. you have each one of them represented each meal time, yeah. you have a very good chance of keeping your body satisfied. Which means if the current if the, the birthday cake starts floating around at three o'clock in the afternoon at the office, that you've got a really good chance of going, do you know what? I don't actually want any. Oh, so what are they? Right. Bitter, sweet, sour, pungent and salty. Wow. Now, salty doesn't mean salt. 
It can mean seaweed. Okay. Okay, for example. Fine. Um, and those are the five flavours. And if anyone's interested, it's, it's in the book. Right. Um, and also, we, you know, we can, I can give you more information on what foods are. But you can just Google Chinese medicine, five flavours. Okay. And then the lists of foods will come up. Okay, so the meal would have to have that all on a plate. Yes, but it's okay. it's not quite as crazy as it sounds. So okay. if you look at if you go to like your local Chinese restaurant, you will if you start looking at the at the menus, you'll start to realise that the way that's like chicken and cashew nuts, right? You know, uh, okay. or sweet and sour pork, okay, uh, or uh, chow mein. I mean, if you look traditionally at how they would cook this food, that these five flavours would be represented in a, in a traditional gotcha. Chinese meal, okay, and it's not that difficult, right? Um, it really isn't. It's, yeah. it's a question of just basically knowing what those flavours are mm-hmm. and, and also noticing that if there's a particular flavour that you have a real craving for, like, oh, I have a sweet tooth or I love, I love a crisp, mm-hmm. you know, is actually, and which flavour of crisp? You know, is yeah. it a prawn cocktail? Is it salt and vinegar? Is it cheese and onion? You know, yeah. um, therefore that normally gives you a sign that something's a bit out of balance. Right. And therefore, what you want to do is nourish that craving with a healthy option. Mm-hmm. And by healthy option, I don't mean boring option, because actually, Chinese food, in my opinion, is absolutely delicious. Yes, completely. So you can totally translate that into um, Western eating habits. Mm-hmm. And then the final tip is sleeping. Oh, my goodness me, which seems to be the holy... Music gro- to my ears. I, know, yeah. I mean, honestly, there is no one that comes into clinic that has normal sleep habits anymore. Mm. I mean, and sleep is just the best thing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, good sleep, going to bed before midnight... Oh gosh, going to sleep before midnight, going to sleep before 10.30. Because the energy of the body circulates um, in two hour windows around each organ of the body. There's Mm -hmm. 12 organs of the body, each organ gets a two hour slot, okay? Okay. And it's very, very important to be in bed and ready to sleep before you get into gallbladder time. Which is oh, at my sort of, poor gallbladder. Right, and that's coming in at sort of 10 o'clock at night. Okay. So if most people are coming to bed at about midnight, watching yeah. Netflix and staying up a bit too late, yeah. you're not resting the gallbladder, which, in, which has a massive relationship to the liver. Um, and our livers are massively overstressed, as right. it is. Yes. So it's really important to get yourself into bed by about 10 o'clock at night. Okay. It really, really is. Um, there's, the, the thing that I stress to patients the most is turn off Netflix. Yeah. Much as I love Netflix myself, I'm a huge fan. T- don't watch that next episode no and turn like, off your phone too, oh right? my gosh yeah. turn off your phone do not yeah. look at your phones I mean people know that stuff now but you know staying up that little bit later it's so much more important to mm-hmm. take yourself off to bed at nine o'clock at night mm-hmm. go upstairs have a bath yeah you know allow have a bath wash other body yes prepare for sleep yeah it's really important if the body is a reflection of nature and yeah. if you watch nature in its seasons you don't suddenly hit spring spring's been developing over the last sort of four weeks we're now right in the middle of it and it's suddenly really bursting through but mm-hmm. nature's been preparing for that um so prepare for sleep mm-hmm. don't just switch off your phone at 10 11 30 at night and then you expect to have a great night sleep. Yeah, yeah and then just kind of conk out and i know that works for some people but normally what happens is people then are waking up in the middle yeah, of the night poor quality sleep right um when you say gua sha before bed does it um, matter if you gua sha in the morning or evening uh i personally suggest especially with the different tools from a beauty perspective I gua sha lightly in the morning, usually in the shower, because mm-hmm. that's all the time I've got. Yeah. Although, unofficially, I have been known to gua sha on the school run. I'm, mm-hmm. I didn't just say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's great. It's a great moment to do it. I've got a yeah. whole half hour. Um, I then gua sha my body at night. Because with the body, you're looking to bring up that red rash, that, yes. like, that cupping, that cupping yeah, rash. Yeah, you yeah. want that. It's good for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, you equally don't want to overdo it, but you're looking to get the redness. So you want that to go down overnight as right. you sleep. Okay. So you're going to be a little bit red after gua sha yes. and then... Then your body does its thing, you go to sleep, it's gone. Yes. And the other really important reason why... I don't tend to get red, though. Some people don't. Yeah, And that's okay. A little bit, but, like, not... 
Yeah. Not nothing that they, it's, it's gone in ten minutes for it's, me. Yeah. It's a very personal thing, and right. that's why when we put this all together as a brand, we, we've been very careful to sort of make sure we say that that I go very red. I go like scary red. Right. But that's fine because I'm going to go really hard because yeah. I know what and I'm some doing. Some people are more vascular, so it's just it's, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. the way it works. But as far as sleep is concerned, something that's really important about gua sha is. Um, the sleep, the sleep-wake cycle in Chinese medicine is very much this kind of yin-yang thing. So what happens is in the daytime we're very yang, which yes. means like moving around. Okay, so your blood is at the exterior of the body. Yeah. Now, what happens with the stress response is that the blood gets stuck in the muscles for fight right. or flight. And right. if you're not rushing off, because we're not, we tend mm-hmm. to be sort of bombing around, but we're not like physically running away. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, right. work off the stress. No, yeah, yeah. Then so what happens is the blood gets stuck in mm. the muscles, and also you've got a very high level of toxins again, toxins going into the blood from the stress response. Right. So what happens then when you go to sleep is that the blood is supposed to come from its yang phase on the exterior to its yin phase on the interior, where it nourishes the organs. Right. Which is what you do when you sleep. Mm-hmm. And so what the body's looking for is nourished oxygenated well-fed blood mm-hmm. that's been moving around all day long coming into the organs to nourish them at night that's right. the, what the body's looking for so what you've got to do is work with your body recognize that what you've got to do is assist your body mm-hmm. to clear the stress response yeah get the blood out of its muscles clear help your body clean it all out make do all that before you go to bed do that early do go to bed nine sorry nine o'clock go and have a nice bath yeah so that you get your blood Float out of the muscles and it's relaxing. Do mm-hmm. the rescue breath so that you're breathing lovely oxygen. Get your gua sha out. Gua sha your body. Off you go to bed and yeah. it, you will start to sleep. In yeah, Chinese so. medicine, beauty is the exterior manifestation of interior health. You cannot oh, look I'm your best you yeah. if you don't feel good. Yeah. End of. Thank you so much for going through you're all welcome. of that. That's so informative. My mind is also now like, I have so many adjustments to make <laughs> in my life. I'm going to go home and go to bed in like three yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much, You're Katie. welcome. Thank you. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.